Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it any more than you men. And nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. How dare you? How dare you? Lighten up, Francis. six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Get off my wall. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. Hello everyone, once again, and welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I am Dale, and uh, if you want to contact me, uh, respond, questions, comments, whatever, get a hold of me at watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. And if you want, if you could, please, to go ahead and, uh, if you're on um, Rumble, go ahead and hit the, I think, the plus button. Um... Give me a like uh, on Twitter, or not Twitter, but, well, yeah, anyway, <laughs> on YouTube, you get the idea. Give, give me some uh, give me some love here, if you will. <laughs> Once again, this is, from a particular point of view, I am Dale, and um, I only I only thought about doing this particular, art, this, this here uh, show, this episode, just a day or two ago, and when I, when I heard this, it just blew my mind it's grotesque and sickening and disgusting and it's progressive it's liberal so you get the idea anyway (laughs) and um for once i really don't have a huge list of really important news articles for today i get a few of them on here but not really as much as usual not that it was a slow news day because well it was to a degree, I guess, because there's not there wasn't really a whole bunch of small items or just big, many big items, I guess, or not just some a few big items, but not really a lot of little. Anyway, so as per normal, uh, let's head on and see what's happening in at least in the country. Usually, that's what I try to focus on in this. Uh, this podcast is more or less things happen in America, and, and I mean, the rest of the world is important, but that's if it affects us directly, and it, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> so, um, what I've heard about, that's, they're in the in the makings, I guess there's an initiative in, in California, um, I don't recall the actual name of the bill that's being brought up in the state of California, um, I for, even forget what legislature or what politician, put it that way, 
<laughs> but I heard this on first on Dan Bongino on his radio program or his podcast, whatever. And then I heard it on CBS News, and I was really surprised to hear it on CBS News because this is one thing I thought they'd like to keep it quiet because it's could be controversial. And what this is is perhaps you've already heard about it before. Is there's a bill in California to give every black resident five million dollars with an M, five million each one, and totally clean out their debt. I mean, totally erase all debt. But I guess the catch is these black people have to prove that they are directed descendants from the slaves of back during our slave days. And I'm thinking, five mil, that's a lot of stinking money. And I'm thinking, California can afford that? I mean, I know that's where some big, that's where, you know, tech, the tech giants live in California, Silicon Valley. And uh, that's where the movie stars live, and that's where the movie industry lives, and blah, 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 blah. But I was thinking, can they afford, you know, I don't know how many people, how many black people are in California. And I don't know how many black people that can prove their heritage comes from the slave days of, you know. But uh, there's got to be, well, a lot. <laughs> and uh, so not only was it their, I guess the bill was to, again, give them each one who could prove they're worthy $5 million and to totally clear all debt. I was like, wow. Um and my thought was, okay, give them $5 million. I, you know, Not that I want to, because I think it's a ridiculous idea, putting it nicely, of course. But uh, $5 mil is one thing, but how can you clear all debt? Considering a lot of that debt is from private companies, you know, credit cards, maybe car payment, house payment, whatever. And the government can't really tell a company, MasterCard, Visa, your Chevy, your Ford, you know, Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, whoever they he, the government just can't go in there and tell private financial institutions to cancel all debt to this particular person, or to they just can't do that. However, they did <laughs> cancel student debts, which I didn't think they could do that either. But I guess if you have a pen and a phone like Obama, then you can do anything. So, anyway, <clears throat> um. GarageGate, I think is what they're calling it. You know, with uh, with with former Vice President Biden and his and his documents and his paperwork. Um, one thing that's blowing my mind is now we've known for like the last year or two that is always I think Peter Dorsey I think or is it Peter Dorsey from Fox News who always seems to give a hard time to. Uh, here, John Career, with the the, the the spokesperson for the White House. I keep on forgetting how to properly pronounce her wannabe French name. Well, the French is named, but I don't think she is. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's blowing my mind with that one is is we're all used to Fox News coming up with the questions, you know, about you know um, about controversial things for for the white house and 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 the former vice president however i've been hearing more and more the alphabet media the, the liberal news media asking more and more questions about hey 
is it done? Did they find them all? Where, how many places were there? What's on the paperwork? All these questions. And what's blowing my mind is she keeps on saying, well, I have to refer you to the White House Council. The White House Council. The White, I mean, everything was White House Council. And you've all been, you know, you all have the number. You all have, you all have access to get the So ask, go ask. I mean, passing the buck. Um, I guess at one particular time, a question was asked. She finally said, heck with it. I'm fed up and just leaves the stage. Just leaves the podium and boom, that's it. They're gone. So, um, um, yeah, for some reason she, <laughs> and I bet she's really hitting her job right now. I, I bet the fact that she's a black lesbian I bet I'm thinking she wishes she wasn't right now because I mean, for some reason Biden hired her because she's a black lesbian. Well, because she's a black woman, and I guess the fact that she's a lesbian, uh, allegedly, because I don't know for sure she may or may not be what she does behind her own bedroom door is really none of my business, nor is it yours. But <laughs> she she looks at her little booklet her folder booklet and picks out i guess the comment that best answers the phrase and repeats that and it's like wow that you know if a trump spokesman did that uh you get the idea anyway um but i'm really surprised though to uh hear uh i guess nbc cba you know the uh, i think even cnn i guess cnn has a, had a part on there about Okay, what did he know? When did he know it? How long has these documents been here? Um, and again, there's and, and Ukraine keeps on popping up. You know, if he has them in his garage, and I guess the garage, um, or the, the the house that the garage was in, I, as I understand it, it was probably owned by Biden, but Hunter Biden lived there for a while, and of course he paid. Oh. He, what, $59,000 a month or something like that? Some ridiculous amount of money um, for rent or something? And it's like, I mean, for one thing, I mean, who pays rent to their... I mean, who who arranges, you know, any kind of rent? I mean, you know, I can see regular old rent, whatever that is for the market now over there. But anyway, so... Yeah, the Ukraine. And everyone knows that Hunter was involved with that barista, whatever, that Ukrainian uh, energy company over there. It just stinks to all high heaven. And it's everything that the news media can do, or I should say the White House can do, to keep things looking better or something, to help them to make it look not so nasty. I mean, when your own liberal media is coming after you, asking questions, I think they're in oh crap stance right now. They're just like, what do we do? What, what do we do? And <laughs> they can't give anybody good answers. So it just it's hysterically funny. Well, actually, when she has a press conference and she answers every question the same way, I mean, it's not her. It's it's not their fault that they want to know the truth about these documents. But every time they one is answered, one is asked a question is asked about the documents. She always says, "Well, I referred you to White House Counsel." And I'm sure the White House Council will say something like, well, it's an ongoing investigation, so we can't answer you right now. Uh, anyway, um, something else I thought was really interesting was uh, George Santos, I think his name is. Um, he got elected to the House from, was it Arizona or something? And apparently, 
he just lied his butt off to get elected. I mean, he did the typical political thing. I mean, he just lied about everything. Um, I mean, everything was a lie to him. I mean, nothing was factual, but he got elected. And so he's, uh, I guess, either people knew about this and voted for him anyway. I mean, after all, you got people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer who are moronic idiots and yet the people who vote for him, so go figure. Anyway, so apparently um, he is just a lying, heaping bag of excrement. And he got voted in, and he refuses to refuses to resign. Which, okay, I mean, <laughs> if he was my representative, um, I don't know. I mean, of course, if somebody campaigns on a lie I guess that depends on how he does his job I mean if he represents you properly in Congress then I don't know the interesting thing is is that um, both Mark Levin the, the radio talk show conservative guy I think he's got a national show and Dan uh, Dan Bongino again radio show and a podcaster they both brought together a montage because they're saying if you think George Santos says a lot of lies and they actually put together a montage of Biden's lies during the campaign and the funny thing is is a lot of these I'd heard before a lot of them some of them I didn't hear before but he he was doing the the typical political rhetoric of trying to identify with your audience so if you're in a room full of truck drivers yeah I remember when I was driving truck if you're in a room full of Lawyers, I vote. I I graduated from this law school, Kumbalumbladi, and I had my own law practice. And of course, if you're in a room full of coal miners, yeah, my daddy was a coal miner. He he tries his best to associate himself with whatever group he's with. I uh, remember Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> remember that? Oh man, because apparently he allegedly was the only white kid in a black pool or something he was a he was a a, a a lifeguard um from what he's from what he they mentioned in this montage of things that he said he has had a very eclectic and exciting well maybe not exciting but a very eclectic life he has done everything either him or his family has done everything and he's been everything and he's everything from top of his class um to I think he said he actually I think he mentioned one time he had a an academic scholarship to some college to be a lawyer or something and I'm thinking I guess he he's like he every group he spoke to um he was trying to pander to that group by trying to show a connection which it's not really a bad thing if you actually have the connection, if you can prove it, you know, um, you know, yeah. I mean, if you actually have the connection, either you or your family, you know, I mean, it's, if I decide to run for, for some kind of candidate for some kind of political office, I could go into a group of veterans and say, Hey, I'm with you. I'm a veteran. I was in Fort Benning and I was in the army and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's a, but you can't really go in front of a bunch of people and tell lies and expect, well, put this way, anybody who shows up to a Biden speech in the first place, you're an idiot. You're gullible. You deserve to be lied to. And and the thing is, I guess, 
because Biden was such a the darling child of the Democrat Party, he can probably say anything he wanted to. He can mention, but oh, look at the purple Martians coming down from Trelon Three. Yeah, we they're yeah they're going they're my friends. I, I actually I was up in Martian. I went to Mars when I was thirteen on a scholarship from from. You get the idea, and they'd go, oh yeah, 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 and they're dumb enough to not really believe it, but they're dumb enough to go along with it because. In today's thing, if you go against Democrats, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, you get the idea, you're a hater. And, you know, and people just, <laughs> you get the idea. Oh, man. So, yeah, I heard that that montage of all the garbage that Biden allegedly had done and said that he had done. And, yeah, the first thing I thought of was, okay, Biden's done all these things, allegedly what he said, but yet, but yet George Santos... Is a bad guy. He's a liar. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, what I was thinking is like they're trying to get they're trying to convince George Santos to resign for his position of of representative with all these lies. But Biden has proven lies on tape that he says he's done. He's never done. But yet nobody wants him to resign. Well, I want him to resign, and I know there's millions of people out there who do want him to resign. But unfortunately, I'm. The problem with getting him to resign is, you know who's next in line? Kamala Harris. (laughs) I think that's the safety net. That's why I think a lot of people want him to resign, but yet, no, resign, but no, don't resign. Because, of course, if he resigns, Kamala Harris is president, and, oh my, can you imagine what that'd be? Oh, anyway, so... This next story here uh, kind of surprised me because I think I heard about it a day or so ago. I heard about it again on the radio news coming home from work. And they're mentioning, I did you know that there is a, um, maybe I'm just not listening to the news r- enough or whatever, but I guess there was an investigation for the last, what, eight or nine months on who leaked the information out uh, from, oh, uh, I can't remember of the case it was that they were actually disputing on the Supreme Court. You know, it has to do with uh, Roe versus Wade. The, the 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 case that actually made Roe versus Wade, um, yes, it did fall, but it did not it did not outlaw abortion. Despite what any liberal progressive tells you, Roe v. Wade, the fall of Roe v. Wade, does not make it illegal. What it does, as I said before in other podcasts, it sends it back to the states where it belongs. Anything that is not in the Constitution, not in the Bill of Rights, is a states' rights issue. And everything else that is not in there, you know, if it's a states' rights issue, it goes back to the states. Now, I did hear today that the states are almost in a dead heat, a tie there, because I guess like 20 Two-ish, 23-ish states have made it either greatly limiting abortion or outlawed abortion. Good for them. And there's 22-ish states. Yeah, there's a few in between, but you get the idea. And there's 22-ish states that have either um, have great, um, that have either opened up limitations for abortions or actually made abortion legal until, right until birth, which is disgusting. And unfortunately, Oregon's one of those states. Again, it just, I mean, who would be grotesque enough to kill their own child? Uh, anyway, so I guess that was, there was a, a uh, 
Did you know that there was a, a marshal of the Supreme Court? I didn't know this until today. And this marshal of the Supreme Court, I think it was a female, doesn't really matter, but uh, I guess spoke in detail to every single Supreme Court person and asked them all questions about, hey, did you know about this leak? How, you know, I mean, do you know anybody that could have known? Uh, I guess they spoke to their spouses, their families, their friends, trying to figure out who in the world leaked this this thing because it leaks months in advance and i guess after what eight or nine months of investigation they found nothing that's right not a thing they had they don't know any more about who leaked the uh, the the information about Ro, about the fall of roe v wade than they did the day it happened which is like <sighs> that's like trying to go after trump <laughs> they'll spend months and months and months investigating trump and then come up with squat so um so that is um, that is all the news I have for right for this week. Anyway, I know there's more news out there, uh, just that it didn't quite hit my list for something that was worthy. But I do know there's other news out there, and and maybe I forgot some because again I don't listen to news all day long. But I the, the the stuff that I hear that that is significant to me, I do my best to remember it or put it write it down on my phone or whatever the case may be. Okay, this here is just something that's disgusting to me, just grotesque in every sense of the word, um, and the people who pander to this way of thinking, I believe, should be put in prison. This is child abuse to an extreme measure, my personal opinion, of course, um, but this uh, this is about an article um, called in portland now get this the the article the article is written july 27th 2022 so it's a year old not quite a year old but still and it's written by christopher f rufo i guess r-u-f-o so yeah anyway uh in it's titled in portland uh it is um it's i believe it's portland oregon I'm guessing. I don't know much about Portland, Maine. So, and I know that Portland, Oregon is a cesspool, putting it very nicely, of progressive filth. Again, putting it very nicely. Anyway, it says, in Portland, the sexual revolution um, starts in kindergarten. That's right. The sexual revolution starts in kindergarten. Can you, that, that, doesn't that, doesn't that, I don't, I'm, I'm expecting to hear, in, in my mind, I'm hearing a full audience going, ooh, or something to that likeness, which I know, you know, and it says, I don't know that, the city's public schools teach K through five students to subvert the sexuality of white colonizers, and that's in, per, you know, finger, you know, finger quotes for the audios out there, but it's actually written white colonizers. And begin the exploring of infinite gender spectrum. Now I know somebody teaches kindergarten. These these little kids, they're having enough trouble with COVID. You know, missing two years um, with their parents being busy. They're having enough. To- they're having a hard enough time trying to figure out what letter makes the sound of buh. And they're trying to figure out. They're hard enough, having a hard enough time trying to figure out what color the grass is. And so for them to go through this is just ludicrous to a grotesque extreme. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, P- Portland Public Schools has launched a war against uh, a little war against gender binary, um, and it has well because gender is binary. You have male and female. That's it. That's who we are as human beings, and that there are no more, no less. That's anyway. And adopted a radical new curriculum. My bad. Gotta get it out. Anyway, um, teaching students to subvert their sexuality of white colonizers, because I guess white people, well, CRT, you know, that's what that does is telling everybody that white people are the devil. White people are normally naturally racist, so, uh, of course. Oh, boy. Anyway, and begin exploring the infinite gender spectrum. Um, now, this, this is written, again, by this Christopher F. Rufo, I guess. And he says, I have obtained a cache of documents from a source inside the Portland Public Schools that exposes the nature of this curriculum. The lessons seek to turn principles uh, of academic queer theory... Into an identif- and I see theory into into an identify formation program for elementary elementary school students. Uh, I mean, for one thing, st- teachers have no business teaching sex ed in school. Um, I did when I was in school. I think it was fifth, sixth grade. They taught the very basics. There wasn't no teaching of, okay, you might feel like a girl because you feel like a girl, then you're a girl. Or you might feel like a boy, so if you feel like a boy, then you're... No, none of that. They give you the very basics of the 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 the, the technical way of how it happens, of procreation. They, you know, and of course, a lot of kids knew this. Some kids may not have. And of course, most of the kids... <laughs> You know, and just and and of course, a lot of the boys made crude jokes, but kids will be kids anyway. Um, the premise is simple: uh, privileged white homosexuals, heterosexuals, my bad, privileged privileged white heterosexuals have created an oppressive system, gender system, in order to dominate racial and sexual minorities. Yeah, um, let's get some more room here. Um, where was I? Uh, yes, as the curriculum explains. Gender is colonized, and Western societies have have used large language to erase alternative sexualities. Um, when white European people colonized different places, they brought their own ideas and gender and sexuality. Uh, okay, so that means that the Indians were gender homosexual and stuff. I get Indian. Sorry, my bad. Natives, and I don't do that. I don't call them natives to be PC. I call them natives because that's what they were. Indians is a mistaken label put on by, I guess, by Christopher Columbus because he wasn't he wasn't coming this over this way. He was coming over to find India, and so of course when he got over here, he thought he found India. So we mistakenly be called Native Americans. We expect ex, ex, <laughs> we um, accidentally call them call them Indians, even though they're natives. But anyway, that's the only, the only little piece of of. Possibly you might call, you know, progressive stuff you'll get from me. Anyway, um, where was I at? Um, 
when white European uh, people colonized different places, they, they brought their own ideas of gender and sexuality. And the curriculum reads, when the United States was colonized by white settlers, their views about gender were forced, forced upon people already living here. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> their views and gender, okay, we're on here. Hundreds of years later, how we think and talk about gender is still impacted by this shift. I don't understand what the shift is, but Okay, when reached for comment, public schools wrote, we make certain, okay, so I guess um, this person here, this Christopher, now I've done no research into this Christopher Rufo, I don't know who this person is, I never heard him before, but it is, what he wrote has definitely got my attention, as you might have guessed. Anyway, when reached for comment, Portland Public Schools wrote, we make certain that our curriculum is LGBTQ plus inclusive for students who identify as transgender, non-gender conforming, gender queer, gender and and queer to create a safe and inclusive environment for all students. Um, Again, when you're a certain age as a child, sex and gender, it's not even on your radar. Boys know they're boys, girls know they're girls, and that's just how it is. That's something for like in college, maybe the last couple years of high school, or when you're trying to find out who you are, that's where that comes in, sort of. But to little kids, that's just, anyway, you get the idea. The curriculum begins in kindergarten, what, five, six years old? That's just, that's abuse, that's child abuse. With an autonomy lesson featuring graphic designs of children's genitalia. And I've seen pictures of this. Um, unfortunately, I don't have it in front of me. I copied and pasted this off the uh, off the, the, the letter that I got, on the, the email that I got. And it actually shows very descriptive drawings of genitalia of both sexes. And it's, I mean, they don't like... Little, I mean, it's. I think it's illegal to let little children look at watch por- pornography, but yet, to me, this is really close to it. Uh, anyway, um, the curriculum begins with okay, the anatomy lesson featuring graphic drawings of children's genitalia. The lesson avoids the term boy and girl. <laughs> of course, it does. <laughs> In favor of the gender neutral variants, persons with a penis. And persons with a vulva. So pretty much, you don't say boy or male. You say persons with a penis. And you don't say girl or female. You say persons with a vulva. Uh, any gender kid can have any any gender kid can have any body type. A related represent, representation representation reads. So a boy can have a vulva and a girl can have a penis. I'm a, yeah, so I I was just in a moment of loss there, like, what? Uh, First and second grade students are introduced to the key tenets of the gender identity theory. Gender is something, now this is, somebody somebody, uh, wrote this, or somebody said this, because it's in parentheses, isn't somebody actually said this. Gender is something adults came up with to sort people out into groups. (laughs) The curriculum states, Oh, the curriculum is saying this. Many people think that there are two genders, boys and girls, but it is not true. There are actually many ways to be a boy, 
um, a girl or both, both or neither. Gender identity is about how you feel inside, a, about yourself inside. <sighs> Next, students work through a lesson called Our Names, Genders, and Pronouns. Aww. The lesson tells them that gender is like outer space because there are so many ways to be different genders as there are stars in the sky. You know, God said that to, 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 to Abraham about his, his descendants will be as many as stars in the sky. Uh, this is almost heresy, I think. I mean, God should just send a bolt lightning down and you get the idea. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, let's see. Um, students and curriculum, the students, the curriculum explains, can change their name to match who they are, like their gender, their gender, culture, or just what they like better. They can be boys, girls, cisgender, transgender, non-binary, and experiment with pronouns such as them, they, them, z, zir, according to their personal preferences, only you know what your gender is, they are told. And the z, zir, z is actually z-e slash z-i-r, and to tell you the truth, I have no clue what the ZZR is. Of course, I've heard of cisgender, transgender, and non-binary. Um, and <laughs> so I guess, now, as if I'm not mistaken, cisgender is you can change gender anytime you want. So you can wake up one day and go, I am this gender, the next day I'm that gender. I think transgender is going from one gender to the other if you wish, and non-binary is you don't have a, uh, yeah, you just don't, you don't, I guess it's you don't claim either gender. So, anyway, um, in the third grade, the district begins lessons in on LG, oh, it even gets bigger than this, so it's LGBTQAI2S, holy cow, let me say that again, just to get, just to make sure you guys got it clearly. L G B T Q I A S two plus S no, it's two S plus. My bad, sorry. The curriculum represents categories of man or woman as manifestations of the dominant culture. Of course, they do, and that has sexual norms to oppress minorities. <laughs> <laughs> the culture systems and uh, and uh, assumptions that everyone is, is that everyone straight is calling uh, heteronormative. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The culture system, the culture systems and uh, assumptions that everyone is cisgender is called cisnormative. Okay. The the curriculum exclaims. Therefore, the culture system, the cultures, the culture systems, and assumptions that everyone is is straight is called is straight is cis is called. Oh, brother, cis cistron normality. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, cistronality or something like that. The system, according to the lesson plan, is a form of oppression. Of course, it is. <laughs> Designed to benefit, benefit of course, white straight cis boys, and to punish the LGBTQIA two S plus people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> of course it is. 
Yeah, of course. The solution, according to the public schools, is to obliterate the white colonizer. Now, I think I know what that means, but what do you think it means? Obliterate the white colonizer. Now, to me, obliterate just means destroy, do away with. I mean, there's more than one ways to not be in a principal location. I mean, you could just like, I don't know, like with me, how do you obliterate somebody? I mean, yeah, you destroy them, but they're, anyway, you, uh, let's see where we, I'm just, yeah, it obliterate the white colonizer, um, conception of sexuality, which is rigid male-female binary and encourage students to inhabit the infinite gender spectrum. Of course they do. This means destroying the system of sister normality. More sister normality. And promote queer and trans identities. Teachers are told to eliminate the terms girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen, mom, dad, so they want this. They want the kids to do this at home too. Wow. Anyway, um, so that means a little girl can go up to her dad and go, "Excuse me, um, adult person with a penis, can I have a drink of water?" I think that's how they do it. <laughs> anyway, promoting queer transgender. Okay, um, there's okay. They're, they're to- teachers are told to eliminate the terms. Boy, girl, ladies and gentlemen, mom, dad, Mr. and Mrs., Mr., Miss, Mr. and Mrs., boyfriend, girlfriend, in favor of terms, oh, here we go, this ought to be good, such as people, um, okay, and folix, F-O-L-X, I really have no clue what that is, um, guardians, M-X, so, and folix is starts with an F that is not capitalized. Um, in this, and they also have MX, but M in MX is capitalized, so I guess that is significant. And them friend. <laughs> Students are shown photographs of non-gender, not, no, gender non-conforming individuals and encouraged to celebrate flags. Of course they do. Of non-binary, gender queer, gender fluid, two sp- Spirit identities. Oh, that's interesting. For some students, the the sub- subversion and gender binary might have might also involve gender transition. The curriculum provides a detailed, of course, it's detailed explanation of how to pause puberty. Pause puberty. <laughs> I'm reading this. I was emailed this this letter. Uh, this article actually, I was emailed it and I just copied and pasted it so I wouldn't have to, you know, so it's on my word program so I can actually make it bigger because my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. Anyway, you get the idea. Um, so yeah, they want to pause puberty through hormone and or surgeries and advice on adopting a non-binary identity and a set of pronouns. So they want to, they want little boys and little girls to, they want to stop puberty by hormones or surgeries isn't that just wrong oh my gosh can you wow anyway by the end of fifth grade the curriculum explicitly asked students to make a 
commitment to change. Commitment. According to the delectates, according to the dictates, my bad, of gender ideology, students receive a list of six commitments, including I commit to learning about more about LGBTQI, you get the idea, words and word means and how they have changed over time. I, and I commit to learning about the history and leadership of black trans women. Again, here goes the black trans women. That's women's got to be in there somewhere. Black got to be in there somewhere. Anyway, I commit to practicing pronouns and correcting myself every time. Every is in caps. Uh, I commit to attending uh, QSA and GCA, their acronyms, but I don't not sure what it means. And being a leader in my school, I commit to watching and reading books, movies, and TV shows that have LGBTQA plus characters. In other words, they commit to becoming political activists for queer theory and a broader sexual revolution <clears throat> for little kids. <clears throat> Finally. Uh, this type of of pedology or pegology is astonishing and become in, in is, is astonishingly becoming a commonplace in public schools and systems across the United States. I have heard that before. I've heard that many times. Um, that's I think that's kind of where also the the drag queen book reading time the libraries and schools help out because they're preparing kids for this garbage. <clears throat> anyway. This type of pedology <clears throat> is astonishingly becoming fa- a, a common commonplace in public schools across the United States. Uh, but will there be an endpoint? Queer theory is fundamentally weak in, in academic theory. It, it uh, as it becomes <clears throat> practiced in public schools, it will begin to damage students. Yes, it will, leading them through a series of broken promises, including some some more disastrous hormone treatments, surgery, sur- surgical procedures, and eventually, as parents understand the ideology uh, it hopes to accomplish, it will revolt against the day-to-day and it cannot end soon enough. So apparently, this was originally uh, published by the City Journal. I can only imagine that City Journal is probably a more leftist, more progressive publication out of Portland, Oregon, I'm guessing. So apparently this, now when I first heard this, this this letter this article was read into was read into read in was wrote read anyway you get the idea somebody wrote it read it to me while I was driving so a lot of my attention was on the road and it was dark when I was driving so a lot of my attention was on the road and not necessarily on the thing because I first when I first thought heard this I thought it was in favor of of all this and so I'm guessing whoever you know this Christopher F Rufo was actually not in favor of it, but he went in great detail, which is a good thing about what they plan to do. And I've heard this before. Um, usually, when it comes to this part of the country, we... Now, I'm from Alaska, originally, and it usually takes things forever to get up there, whether it's the mail, UPS, um, lifestyles changes, you you know, things, uh, fads, you get the idea. Um, the same thing, it's not too much different from living in the West Coast, especially in the Northwest, because it just takes things, you know, because I guess things happen in New York and it slowly makes its way across the country. And, you know, and I've been hearing about school boards um, and politicians um, who actually want 
this to happen, you know. And the interesting thing is, um, in recently, there have been um, there's been parents showing up at school board meetings demanding this stops. And the crazy thing about this is Merritt Garland, the Attorney General, under former Vice President Biden, um, he's actually called those parents domestic terrorists. So yeah. Anyway, so um, oh my gosh. So get ready because I know this would be happening in Portland. Now I'm thinking that um, more or less um, when it comes to this kind of thing, uh, prepare for it in big cities. Now the place where, um, you know, because my, my girlfriend, um, she works in a school. She gave me this this article that is in a rural area that is more or less conservative you know, Republican. And so I don't think this will actually, you know, unless, unless people are told by their department of education, state governor, whatever, unless they're told you will teach this or else, which could happen. It could very well happen. But, um, so either it's, it's coming either morphing into the schools or it'll become by you'll do this or else. So just prepare for it. So I'm just, but, um, Oh man, yeah. So I what I could think of is um is with this if you if you have a sense that um this is actually going to happen in your school, your kid's school, your grandkid's school, get a hold of the uh, the, the, the school board, get a hold of the uh, the governor, your governor, get a hold of somebody who has power in the schools cuz this is just grotesque. I mean, this is all garbage. I mean, kids, especially little kids, they have a hard enough time learning the ABCs. They have a hard enough time learning the one, two, threes. They got a hard enough timing because they're also teaching shapes, octagons, pentagons, triangles, square. They have a hard enough time learning the basics, let alone, you know, telling them, actually, you're actually not a boy, little Johnny. Actually, you're actually a little girl. Yes, you are. And little Susie, you're really not a little girl. Actually, you're a little boy. Yes, you are. And you want to have the surgery that's going to destroy your... Well, you get the idea. Anyway, uh, so that... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of speechless on this because I, I have so many things I want to say, but I don't really know how to say it without sounding like a, a babbling idiot. I do enough of that already. So, um, oh, brother. <clears throat> so until next time, um, everybody just watch out for this. It's coming. Um, depending on your area, depending on your state, depending on your county, depending on your school board, it could come sooner than you want to. So unless you like this kind of thing, maybe you're all in favor of it. Maybe you want your 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 you know little five-year-old Johnny and five-year-old Susie. Maybe you want them to go and get hormone surgery to get change their gender. Maybe you want them to think of themselves as non-binary. Maybe you want them to be referred to as them, they, or something or whatever if that's what you want well you can do it yourself but don't do that to the kids i mean you know wait till they're 18 and then uh, anyway this has been from a particular point of view and you know my point of view on this it's grotesque to extreme um anybody who actually does this should be put in jail at the least should be put no prison at the least, because this just isn't right. It's inhumane, it's disgusting, and um, I'm waiting for God to send a lightning down to whoever, whatever church, or whatever church, but whatever school, whatever school system puts this into practice. 
So, until next time, my friends. This is Dale. This has been, from a particular point of view, uh, for response, questions, comments, whatever, please contact me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. So until next time, everyone, have a great day. God bless, and uh, take care out there. (laughs) Have a good day. See ya.